Hello friends, Sagan here. Welcome back to Indie Author Weekly, where I share my behind-the-scenes journey of writing and self-publishing books. In this episode, I want to answer a question that I have seen come up a few times over the past month from aspiring authors. How do you practice self-discipline as a writer, and how do you force yourself to write when you're not in the mood for it? Now, the timing of this question is rather interesting since I have recently been working on a brand new e-course for the side of my business where I teach solopreneurs about productivity. In fact, the new program is called Productivity Powerhouse, and it is all about how to manage your time and energy effectively. So to see this question crop up about self-discipline, which really comes back to time and energy management, um, to see this question come up on social media lately from new authors is quite interesting. It's, it's very timely. And since authors are a type of solopreneur, if this is something that you struggle with, then you definitely might want to check out Productivity Powerhouse. I will drop a link to it in the show notes, or you can visit saganmorrow.com productivity powerhouse to learn more. But for today's episode, let's address that question about how to manage self-discipline as a writer. Self-discipline is absolutely crucial to your ability to start and finish a project. This is especially true for indie authors. With a traditional publishing house, you'll have deadlines to meet based on your contract with that publishing house. But as an indie author, you are really working with your own deadlines. You are the boss of you you get to decide when your book gets published. And that can be a really great thing, right? There's a lot of freedom and flexibility built into it. But if you struggle with managing your time and energy effectively, then it can be problematic. You might never get around to actually finishing that book of yours. The other side of the coin when it comes to self-discipline as a writer is that sometimes you might not want to write. You might not be in the mood for it. When that happens, here is what I recommend you do. I have 10 tips that I want to share with you today all about self-discipline as a writer. Number one, check in with yourself. Why don't you want to write? If you're too tired or if you don't have the energy for it, then energy management is going to make a huge difference for you. If you're struggling with your story idea or your characters, however, then that is a very different issue which is going to require different solutions. So you really need to dig in and understand why you don't want to write at this point in time. Understanding the root of what's going on will enable you to figure out the best solution for how to resolve the issue. Number two, make a plan of action. For example, if you have more energy earlier in the day and energy management is a problem for you, then you might want to explore options for how you can make room for writing at that time of day. Or in another example, if you're struggling with your story ideas or your characters, then you might want to spend a little time getting to know those characters a bit better or play with your story a bit more. You can get a list of writing prompts in episode 32 of this Indie Author Weekly podcast or you can grab a writing prompt cheat sheet and character development worksheet in the secret version of this podcast for free at saganmorrow.com slash secret podcast. Number three, be honest with yourself about your time and energy. 
when you are creating that plan of action for yourself, you absolutely need to be really honest with yourself about the time and energy you are willing to commit to your writing project at this point in time. You want to be able to meet your goals. So be realistic about the time and energy that is available to you. When you are honest and realistic about that, you will have a much better chance of creating a plan of action that you can stick to, and you'll be that much better at disciplining yourself. Number four, make energy management a core foundation here. If your energy levels and creativity levels are really low in the morning, for example, then stop trying to force yourself to be a morning person. You don't have to work on your writing projects in the morning just because there's some successful author out there who does that. It is so much more important to pay attention to your unique energy levels and to honor them so that you can maximize them. This is something that I talk about in a lot more detail inside the Productivity Powerhouse eCourse, so check that out if it is something that you're interested in learning more about. Number five, focus on building habits and routines. I was chatting with a new author the other day on Instagram, and she was saying that she finds it difficult to move past the first couple of chapters when she's writing a book. So what happens is that she keeps going back through and rewriting and editing those same couple of chapters rather than moving on with the story. So I told her about my method for making progress where I will write a chapter And I will allow myself only one set of revisions before I have to move on and write the next chapter and so on. So it's this sort of disciplined strategy here. And she loved that idea. So I do talk more about that method in episode five of the Indie Author Weekly podcast. It's how I was able to write that entire first draft of my book, She Wants More, within just 10 days earlier this year. Um, So it's a really good example of creating a specific habit and routine as part of the book writing process. And another example of that, you know, habits, routines uh, would be to write at a certain time of day, depending on when you are most creative. Number six, tell yourself that you will spend just five minutes writing or that you will just write 200 words. Limiting it to a small, bite-sized amount makes the project feel that much less daunting, right? You will feel better when you get that small amount out of the way. And you might even find that your 5 minutes turns into 20 minutes, or that 200 words turns into 1,000 words. Who knows? Even if all you do is spend a few minutes writing, or if you only write a couple of hundred words, that is better than nothing it still counts and it could also add up to a lot more words if you keep doing that small amount consistently every single day, for example. Number seven, focus on the joy of writing. I've said this before, but I am convinced that I do my best work when I am enjoying the writing process. The scenes that I feel less interested in writing are the scenes that I'm quite sure are the least interesting to read. So I encourage you to just have fun with it when you are writing. Throw any writing rules out the window. Instead of trying to follow a strict method of a story arc or trying to emulate someone else's writing style, just do your own thing. Make your own rules. Have fun with it. Write in whatever way you please. And it's less of a struggle to discipline yourself when you're having a great time with it now, isn't it? 
Number eight, make your writing life easier on yourself. We have this weird obsession in our society to make everything way more difficult and complicated than it needs to be. Stop doing that. (laughs) Stop getting stuck in that trap. For instance, one of the things that I did to make my writing life way easier and to set myself up for success with actually finishing the books that I write is to do them as novellas rather than full-length novels. That has made all the difference for me. So if you find yourself, if you find that for yourself, um, writing a full-length novel also makes it harder for you to discipline, to stay disciplined and to write and finish your book, then you should definitely also consider writing novellas. And I do talk more about the benefits of writing novellas in episode 33 of this Indie Author Weekly podcast. Number nine, document your progress. When we can tangibly see the progress that we make with our writing, that is huge. It can help motivate us to keep moving forward. I like to do this in two ways. First, I use time tracking in Toggle, which is my favorite free time tracking software. Each one of my books is its own project inside Toggle, and then I make notes of which chapter I'm working on and whether I'm in the writing or the editing process so that I can really break down the book. So it's really valuable to have the clock ticking while I'm writing because it improves my focus and it also helps me to have a very accurate idea of how long it takes me to write X amounts amount of words. The second way that I document my progress is by using a word count tracker. I created a spreadsheet for myself that includes daily word count goals and each day I add the actual word count to the spreadsheet. It automatically calculates whether I'm on track with my goals or if I need to catch up anywhere. You can grab that word count tracker spreadsheet for yourself inside the secret version of this podcast at saganmorrow.com slash secret podcast. I use it every time that I'm working on a book. It is a really valuable tool. Number 10, write in the way that works for you. Everyone works differently. Some people prefer to write by hand in a favorite notebook. Other people like to use an old-school typewriter. Some authors prefer a laptop in a noisy cafe, and still others prefer to use a voice recorder to write their story out loud. There is no one way to write. Choose whatever method you enjoy the most, whatever speaks to you, whatever is easiest for you, whatever works best for you. And when you do that, you will find that it's not nearly so difficult to discipline yourself to keep at it. So there you have it, some strategies and ideas for how to practice self-discipline as a writer. To recap, those tips include, number one, check in with yourself and identify why you are struggling with this or why you feel like you need to force yourself to write. Number two, create a plan of action for yourself. Number three, be honest and realistic about your time availabilities and energy levels. Number four, make energy management a core foundation of your writing plans. Number five, build habits and routines. Number six, limit yourself to manageable bite-sized chunks of writing, such as just five minutes or 200 words. Number seven, focus on the joy of writing. 
Number eight, make your writing life easier on yourself. Remember, it doesn't need to be as hard or as complicated as you're making it out to be. Number nine, document your progress, such as with time tracking and word count tracking. And number 10, write in the way that works best for your unique style. You do you. Once again, you can learn a whole bunch of other tips on how to maximize your time and energy so that you can work more efficiently inside my new program, Productivity Powerhouse. In that e-course, you will also learn a step-by-step guide to document processes, time management techniques, task task list organization for breaking down big projects, such as writing a novel, into bite-sized pieces, and a bunch more. The link is in the show notes, or you can visit saganmorrow.com slash productivity dash powerhouse to check it out. Now, I would love to hear your thoughts on all of this. Do you struggle with self-discipline as a writer? Which of these tips will you try in your own writing life? Feel free to connect with me at SaganLives on Twitter and Instagram to chat about it. And you can send me a message on either of those platforms if you have requests for future episode topics too. The more that you tell me what you would like to see more of on this podcast, the better that I can accommodate that. You can also submit your questions or topic ideas anonymously at saganmorrow.com question. If you enjoyed this episode, please take two minutes to share this podcast on social media and rate it on iTunes. Anytime you share it or leave a rating or review, it helps more listeners find the Indie Author Weekly podcast, so every bit counts. I really appreciate your support, and I know so many other new authors out there will too. As with all the episodes here on Indie Author Weekly, you can access complete episode transcripts, sample chapters of the books, and a few other bonuses and goodies on the secret version of this podcast at saganmorrow.com slash secret podcast, so hop over there to check it out. Thanks so much for tuning into the Indie Author Weekly podcast, and I will see you in the next episode.